0: that anyway, uh, but let, to give you some um, context for those because actually, I'm looking around and there are a few people whose faces I don't recognize. So, uh, let's start with some basics. <laughs> uh, I'm Lucy and uh, I'm married to Pete, and we've got two girls, Ella and Lauren. And we live here in Camborne and have done for just over five years. And uh, well, I, I kind of wrote some notes because I was thinking, God, there's so much I could say in terms of my journey. It's not very exciting in the sense that if you're looking for some thunderbolt conversion, you might as well go now because it's not there. <laughs> there was no thunderbolt conversion for me, but um, I was brought up in a Christian family uh, that my, I went to church with my mum and my sister and my brother. And uh, sorry, um, and I went to. Did anybody remember Billy Graham? The Billy Graham Missions, yes. Yes, hello. Uh, maybe we sat in the same stadium together in Sheffield. <laughs> I was quite a lot younger. Um, <laughs> just, no, I was. <laughs> i say like that. Uh, And I suppose if you're looking for a kind of a, a sort of a significant date, then that time that I went to the Billy Graham Mission was a time when I made a commitment to Christ. And I was only... Eight a nine at the time, um and that was'm just about to tell you how old I am <laughs> it's a while ago <laughs> it's over thirty years uh last week um and that's yeah that's quite cool, and that's quite hard, but actually um i'm a great believer that our faith and our journey is something that's kind of you know kind of much more long has much more longevity than that so for me there is absolutely that moment in time where I can remember being sat in the middle of a football pitch um as a child and actually saying yes lord uh here I am and then walking away and thinking I'm still the same person (laughs) it doesn't feel much different um, but actually going to school and, uh, I went to scripture union holidays every year. I don't know whether, does anyone, anybody go on scripture union? Yay. Scripture union holidays. And I loved going on those. I have to say the first one I went on, I cried all the way there and then cried all the way home. <laughs> I didn't want to go. And then I didn't want to come back. But actually for me on my journey, those times of being part of, um, those holidays were really great to help me with my part of my identity of who I was as a child, but actually who I was as a child of God as well. And uh, I was there as a as a kind of a camper for years and then went back as a, as a leader as well. And that was really great and really exciting to be part of. Um, and I went to university in uh, Aberdeen and I had quite a sheltered life. I had uh, quite a short leash from my parents and I'd be lying if I said that first eight months was anything other than quite wild um and i got that out my system and that was quite good but actually at the same time i was very much in in a local church in uh aberdeen and i think one of the things that really stands out for me is that even when we don't realize god is there he is there so yeah i was out being uh you know Fairly wild relative to what I had been at home, and uh, and yet yeah, I was still going to church and uh, had good friends in the Christian Union there, who were looking out for me, and and that was that was really great. And it's when I look back at that that I realise how significant that that was. Um, and uh, I studied economics at, uh, and management at university, and I was going to be a banker. I was absolutely definitely going to be a banker, um, and. I, uh, it turns out I couldn't actually get an interview with any of the banks I applied for like, mm. uh, 40 plus applications later and still no interviews. i mm. Lord, I've got a plan for this. Where? <laughs> Why can't I get a job? And uh, I applied to, uh, Waitrose graduate scheme and, uh, well, 18 years on, I'm still working for them. So something went right. Um, but again, when I look back, when I was a student, I used to work for Marks and Spencer's and, um, uh, I used to get up and do the early shifts. I used to be out putting ladies clothes out from seven o'clock in the morning till half past eight in the morning and then go off to university. And I, I was a real slog getting up early uh, as a student, you know, before six o'clock, that felt quite early. And, but I didn't really realise then what God was preparing me for, because that's absolutely what I then went into do working earlies and late in retail and doing that at weekends and things as well. And and I really very much felt at, at home in the retail arena. And and I really could see that God had quite a different plan for me. I was never going to be a banker. It turns out I'm, I'm a shopkeeper, and I quite like that, actually. It's quite cool. Um, and through my journey, I'd say that um, uh, my God talks to me a lot through verses in the Bible. And when I was kind of sitting um, preparing for the tonight and I was looking at some of the verses in my Bible and I I don't know how you kind of mark significant moments in your in your faith or kind of when you read but if you look at my Bible and the one that I've got with me tonight there are markings in the kind of underlinings of scripture and then a date and why that what was going on in my life then and I can see in my Bible God's faithfulness to me and I'd really encourage you if you don't do that to do that, and I'm able to go, yeah, do you know what? That was not a good week, or that was not a good time in my life. And I can see that God is faithful. God is faithful, and he, He's there, and He's faithful to His promises. And actually, some of the scripture that I was, uh, kind of stands out and kind of has this habit of always being there for me is Jeremiah 29. 11. For I know the plans I have for you. There's a couple of smiles. There. For I know the plans I have for you. For those of you that don't know it. For I know the plans I have for you. Plans for good and not for evil. For a hope and a future. And I've claimed that verse umpteen times. And actually Pete and I um, have had that verse kind of come at us at different times in our lives. So um, I, I don't know how many of you have kind of devotional notes and things, but we... Um, the day after we booked our wedding, the the next day there was that scripture at the top of our devotional notes. And the day before we got married, there it was at the top of our devotional notes. So very significant uh, to have that kind of scripture and God saying, actually, I I know, I have a plan for you, Um, which is quite good to know. And um, when I, when I came to uh, I moved down to join Waitrose from, uh, to St. Nate's and, uh, <laughs> I was joining their graduate scheme very clear in my mind, I was only going to be here for six months. And, and so that was quite cool. Just get a six months lease in my flat. And, uh, and then I'd move on to the other part of the world and you know, England, which having come from Scotland, I still don't really know England very well. And, um, 18 years on, I'm still here. <laughs> I haven't managed to get out of Cambridge, and that's because I met Pete. I met Pete at the church that I started going to, and I, I, the reason I'm telling you this is because actually, having moved from Scotland to England and knowing nobody, how do you find a, How do you choose a church? How do you choose a church? I chose the church that I went to in Saint and met Pete because, and again, a verse that was coming at me a lot was Psalm 46, verse 10 be still, be still and know that I am God. And that was there a lot for me during the time I was trying to get a job, be still and know that I am God. Okay. Okay. And my mum and I were driving past this church and on the board outside of it was, be still and know that I am God. Hello. Shall we go there tomorrow? I think so. And uh, the lady that I sat next to on that first Sunday, before it, was, it was even before I moved down, is now my mother-in-law. <laughs> and I didn't meet Pete for another six months after meeting Margaret. Uh, and God is good. God has such a sense of humor. I just, you know, that I needed that. For me, it doesn't, God doesn't have to be there in the great, big, blinking, flashing lights. It can be in the, the subtle stuff. And actually, that's okay. And I really want to encourage myself and you to have, up for us to each be alert to God being in the, the subtle stuff. And that's that's okay. I think that's really okay. Um, and uh, again, just to say, I was thinking when I was writing my notes, I was looking, looking at all the things I've got underlined in Psalms. There's loads of encouragement in Psalms, isn't there? And if you, if it's a while since you've been in Psalms, I encourage you to go and read them. And um, I think in there, there are lots and lots of really heartfelt conversations with God and you look through them. And I think, you know, we have a God that wants to be in relationship with us. He wants us to talk to him and with him and connect with him. And um, Psalms is full of people wanting to have that conversation with God. And one of the things that stands out, and again, I, I, to be honest, I probably didn't realize until I was writing earlier today, how many times i've got the words um where god's saying to different people in the psalms wait patiently wait patiently wait i waited patiently on the lord and he heard my cry be still and wait patiently wait for the lord wait for the lord wait wait lord why do i have to wait uh but actually god calls us to wait sometimes as well doesn't he and um i think there's a there's a real challenge in there for us because those those of you that uh do know me will know that i'm uh, i'm quite independent and quite self sufficient and uh control i mean i'm mad in the sense i've run around like an idiot i mean uh, mandy looked at me and went where have you been <laughs> oh, i was like i'm sorry i am sorry i've been at a part of get a swing party in st and see how much i can get into a sunday afternoon i'm not very good at kind of slowing down. <laughs> Some people at work said to me, what do you do when you um, switch? You know, how do you relax? What do you do when you relax? Sleep? <laughs> I, can't, I couldn't, I can't think. It's that idea of, of wait. That idea of waiting to me is kind of, you don't wait in a rush, do you? You have to kind of. And so the idea of God calling us to just you know wait on Him, and again I'm saying this to me right now this week because God is calling me is calling me to wait right now this week, and I encourage you to to believe that God answers prayer. and And, uh, and if you come to our home group, you we we you know we absolutely see God answering prayer in our home group. We have a prayer diary in our home group, and we're able to kind of keep a track of what we're what we're praying for together and then use that prayer diary to kind of see that God answers prayer and uh, God calls us to wait. And the fact that we don't see an answer to the prayer quickly doesn't mean he's not going to answer it. And he might not answer it the way that we expect, but he will answer it. I absolutely believe that with all my heart. Um, and I I'd, I'd cut a couple of other scriptures that I just kind of wanted to share with you, kind of thinking about me and work. And one of the guys said to me, are you going to talk about your work? Like, mm, not really. Uh. Um, and I think about me and work and my faith. Um, I, I have a, a management role in the job that I do. And, and I'm very conscious that with that management role comes responsibility, which means I do not have the right to be saying, well, I believe in God and you don't. And therefore... Uh, That makes me, you know, for me, that kind of whole area of respecting each other and being sensitive to each other means that actually uh, people know that I go to church, but I certainly wouldn't tell them, put them in a place where they needed to listen to me about, you know, about God. That that for me isn't right, but um, I'm really conscious of God calling out scriptures to me around just being very conscious of, seeing my role as a manager in work to serve the people that I manage and to to turn that relationship on its head and look at those people and say, even those people that I don't naturally rub up against well, and actually that's all areas of life, isn't it? That Whether that's on your street or whether that's in church or whether that's even the people that you stand next to on the playground if you're a mum, actually God... We're not, you know, we're, thankfully we're all made different. But with that comes tension, doesn't it? And, and yet I hear God saying to us, each of us is made in his image. And I want to look at the people that I work with and say, I don't get you. But I know that you're made in his image and therefore I am called to get you so I'm just gonna and and I don't mean that in the sense of having a big bust up with people I just mean looking at people and thinking you're just different and I don't quite get it so I think in 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 work my faith is about looking at people and saying how do how do I make sure that I respect the fact that each of us is made in God's image and what does that what does that look like and uh, am I talking it was fun i don't want a, people going hurry up you're boring um so are we uh was that oh i see um so kind of my my last perhaps story um is to think about is to kind of share with you about moving to campbell we've been here as i said five years now and um it took us a year and a half to sell our house and it that was quite Bounce back to that waiting thing again, by the way. Uh, wait, wait, but we want to move now. And all the houses in that street are going and I really want to go and live down Bull Rush Lane. Wait. All the houses have gone, God. Wait. And we moved to Bullrush Lane. And I remember when the estate agent Rags and said, uh, one of the properties has fallen through the sale on and you can go and have a look. And I remember Pete and I standing in the garden Um kind of having another look at this house and thinking, is this the one? And um, God saying, yeah, this this is the one. And I remember having, and Pete and I collectively standing there, having a very clear, vision is too strong a word in the sense that that feels a bit, just um, an awareness of God saying, this is your, this is where I want you to be and I want you to come to this street and this will this will be part of your sort of ministry and you'll just connect in with people. And I remember the first day, weekend that we were there and going, I've just seen that couple that I'm sure live opposite us in church. Oh, hello, <laughs> Mark and Alison. Wow, that's cool. Oh, and then there's other people down our street that, I think go to that church as well. It took us two years to move to this church, but um, I remember feeling God saying, uh, "In your lounge, you will have a home group." Cool. We have a home group in our lounge, and I remember having our kitchen and thing. And God saying, "I want this kitchen to have to be not your kitchen, Lucy, but to be my kitchen in the sense of having people and coming and." And I really feel that again, God, God is in the, in the little things of our lives. And actually it's great to stand in your kitchen and feel God is in your kitchen. It is. Yeah. Especially. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, so I kind of think, yeah, actually my ministry for God can be in my kitchen. It can be in, in work. It can be both those things. It can be one of those things. It can be on the school playground, just being, just honoring you Lord, by the way that I am and what I what I don't say sometimes, not what I do say. Um, and in Philippians 2, Paul talks about, uh, talks to the Philippine Christians and he, and he speaks to them about wanting them to continue to work out their salvation. And I, I, for me, uh, for me, I, d- I don't pretend to be like an up in the sky. God is great every single second of the day. I just don't, I don't experience it like that. I'd be an absolute lie to, to say anything to the contrary. What, but what I do know is that God is there for me all of the time, even when I'm not looking for him and that God calls us to continue to work out our salvation. For me, that is an active thing. That's constantly looking for God and agreeing that he is, uh, he wants to be connected to us. He is desperate to be in connection with us and f- for me he wants me to look to him and not to anybody else and one of the songs that we were singing this morning i I was writing down the chorus lord you have my heart and i will search for yours jesus take my life and lead me on in robes i don't deserve i live to serve your majesty and that is my prayer uh yeah that's my prayer Thank you.